friends. Have you ever asked yourself or a friend or a pastor or anyone, um, is it possible to have faith and still experience fear? Have you ever wondered um, if living in a state of fear is normal as a Christian? I'm going to share the answer to that for you right now, guys. And I'm going to share with you how to walk in faith because hint, it's not normal. As Christians, we should not be walking in fear. And I'm going to share with you how to not. Are you excited? I am. Because, dude, this was life-changing for me. I used to live in so much fear. Like, so much fear. I had so such severe anxiety that I would have panic attacks daily. Sometimes multiple times a day. Like, I lived in a state of constant fear and stress and anxiety. And it was awful. Honestly, it was horrible. <laughs> and then I learned this. I learned how to walk in faith and release fear. It's life-changing. It really is, friends. It is life-changing. So I want to share it with you. Before I, I get started, I'd like to pray and invite the Lord into our time together. All right? Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for this opportunity to share with my friends Something that you taught me and how you, uh, a lesson you taught me to help remove fear from my life. Lord, I lift up any one of my friends right now who is dealing with fear, anxiety, chronic worry, those kind of things, Lord. And I just, I pray that you would just wrap your peace around them, Lord, that you would open their eyes and their ears to what it is that you want them to learn today, Lord, so that they can walk in peace and freedom. Lord, I thank you that we have the ability as Christians to walk in faith, that we don't have to worry about anything and that we can walk in total faith and no fear. Lord, thank you. That's one of the things that helps set us apart as your children is that we are able to laugh in the face of anything because you have got it. We know that you've got it and that we can find joy no matter what. Thank you, Father. Lord, I just invite you into this time. I ask you to put a filter over my mouth so only that which is of you would come out. And I just submit this time to you in your name. Amen. All right, friends. So this discussion today is going to be based in Exodus 14, 13, uh, verse, chapter 14, verses 13 and 14. And I'm going to give you some quick context and then I'm going to read it. Okay. So the context is that Israelites have been miraculously saved, slaved from, wow, my tongue is not wanting to work today. <laughs> the Israelites were miraculously slave, saved from slavery in Egypt. And they are currently in this passage traveling to the promised land. As they're approaching the Red Sea, they find out that Pharaoh is pursuing them. You know, the same guy that it took 10 plagues before he finally let them go. Now he's pursuing them with all the might of Egypt. And they, somewhat understandably, but not really if you think about it, they freak out. These two verses are Moses' response. Okay? So I'm going to read the verses, and then we're going to break it down here. So it's third... Uh, Chapter 14, verse 13 and 14, and I'm reading the NLT version. But Moses told the people, don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today will never be seen again. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. Okay, so there's a couple things to break down here that I want to share with you. Number one, so when we experience a circumstance that is frightening, our common tendency is to freak out like the Israelites did. And they totally, like, 
I didn't read this section, but if you read the section before these verses, you're going to see they literally, they are freaking out. Like they're like practically ready to like kill Moses. They're freaking out so much. So we have a tendency to do that. We have a tendency to get so caught up and focused on looking at our earthly circumstances from an earthly perspective that we stress, worry, and freak out. And this can manifest in many, many different ways. This can manifest in anger. This can manifest in anxiety attacks, in, um, in overwhelm. It can, it can manifest, again, in high stress levels, in, um, in worry, in health problems. Like It can manifest in a lot of different ways. But it does, and it affects us. But see, unfortunately, when we when we do this, when we lean into stress and worry and fr- fear and freak out, we're actually putting up a barrier between us and God, because and it hinders His ability to intervene. Because God responds to faith. So when we're walking in fear, when we're walking in anxiety, God, we, I want to say this right, we are aligning ourselves with the enemy and we are effectively telling God, I don't trust you. So when we are walking in stress and worry and fear, we're actually putting up a barrier and pushing God away. And because we have free will, it limits his ability to intervene. Because he's, he abides by his own rules of not infringing on our free will. We have free will. He, we get to choose. We get to decide what life is like. We do. So God allows us to make those decisions. And when we exercise that free will and step into fear, he loves us but it limits his ability to then intervene. So, because here's the deal, faith and fear are the opposite of the same substance, okay? Fear is faith that the bad or negative outcome is gonna happen. That's literally all it is. So ultimately, fear is faith in Satan and his plans. Yeah, I just went there. Fear is the exact same. You, what, the action, what you do when you're walking in fear is the exact same uh, concept as walking in faith, except that it's on the opposite direction. You're focused on the opposite thing. So faith is focused on God and what he does and how he operates and trusting in him and leaning on him and believing him and acting accordingly. Fear is the faith and belief that the negative outcome that we don't want is what's going to happen. It is the opposite of trust in God, but it's still your thoughts focusing in a certain area. It's your, it's your thoughts focusing on the thing that you don't want. So... In order to combat fear and to step into faith, we need to do what Moses tells the Israelites to do in verse 13. We need to stand still and watch the Lord. 
We need to quiet our minds. We need to take a breath, take a step back, remember who God is and all the ways he's come through in the past. And then consciously choose to focus on that truth. So whenever you're tempted to go down the path of fear, pause. Take a breath. Focus on the Lord. Lord, how have you come through in the past? How has God come through in the past? And it could be for you personally or for people you know or historically. How do you see God's work? And then consciously choose to focus, Lord, I know. I know you provided for me, you know, two years ago when I was between jobs. I know you're going to provide for me today. Lord, I know you healed me of that illness five years ago. So I trust that you're going to heal me again today. Lord, I know you comforted me when I was hurting. I trust you to comfort me again today. We focus on the truth. It's a conscious choice. Our brain is kind of hardwired to look for the negative. There's a negative bias in our brain. So we have to consciously choose to focus on the positive and look to faith. See, as we stand in faith, though, mm, here's where it gets good. When we focus on God's goodness, faithfulness, and his promises, he gives us peace and shows up in incredible ways that we could never imagine. When we believe God and we let him move, he shows up. He shows up and he shows out, guys. He loves nothing more than being there for his kids and showing how amazing he is. And think about it. Could anyone have imagined beforehand all of the things God did to protect and provide for the Israelites, both when he saved them and after, as he led them to the promised land? Could anyone have imagined that? Really think about it. Try to put yourself back there in a season where no one had ever seen God work in this way. Like, there was no history of these miraculous events of this nature. Could anyone have imagined that? No, not really. Okay. So then think about your, I want you to think about your own life too. Has there ever, have there ever been times when God showed up unexpectedly? I know I've had God show up unexpectedly in my life in some crazy ways. I remember a season where my husband was unemployed and we were struggling to make ends meet and not sure what we were at the point where we literally, he was unemployed and we didn't have money to buy groceries that week. And we just prayed and we leaned into faith and we asked the Lord, we just said, Lord, we know that you're going to provide for us. So we just thank you in advance. We thank you that you're going to provide for us. We have no idea how, but we know that you've got this. And that same day, I checked the mail and someone had sent me money for groceries. It was, hi, it was amazing. So that's just one of many examples. One of many examples. He healed me like that of anxiety and depression. I had anxiety and depression pretty bad. And he healed me overnight. That's a whole nother story. But if, if you want to hear that story... Let me know in the comments because I would be happy to share that testimony with you guys. But he showed up. He showed up. I had to take a step first towards him and then he showed up and he healed me. 
So it's crazy. This is the God we serve, the God who shows up and shows off. <laughs> it really. See, we only slip into fear when we lose sight of that. See, if you're focused on how God has worked and how he works, you, you can't fear. Like, like your brain can't hold both thoughts. Your brain can't hold the thought of focusing on faith and how amazing God is and then be afraid that you're not going to be able to pay your bill. Like, it, it can't compute because when you're so, when you're focused on God – you know anything is possible and he's got this. So ultimately, we just need to stay focused on him. If you're walking in fear, it means you're lacking in faith. I know that's, that might be a little harsh and I'm sorry if it feels harsh, but it's the truth. If you're, if you're walking in fear, you're lacking in faith. Now, this doesn't mean that you never experience fear, okay? And I've talked about this in a couple of videos about the idea that fear is a physiological response, okay? There, fear is a physiological response. But um, so that physiological response is hardwired into us. And I've already covered this in a previous video. And you can check that video out to get more details about that. But that's not the kind of fear I'm talking about, okay? The, the, the kind of the very fast, like, physiological fear response, normal, natural, God-given, actually really healthy and a good thing for you. What I'm talking about is living in a state of fear when you constantly are living in that fear. See, the physiological emotion of fear that you experience, that is intended to get you to take action to fix something because it's it's there to tell you that something's wrong or that there's danger and that you need to put yourself in a safe spot, okay? But when you live in a state of fear, that is where, that's what I mean when I say when you live in fear, you're lacking in faith. You, the constant chronic fear and a life of faith don't, they don't mesh. They don't. It's one or the other. So the ultimate question that we asked at the beginning of this video of can I have faith and still experience fear, you can still experience fear. You can have faith and experience fear, but you cannot have, you cannot be walking in faith and fear at the same time. You can't. Um, so what do we do about this? Well, one thing I want you to encourage you to do is to make a list of unexpected ways that God has shown up in your life. If you're having a hard time thinking of any, because I, I know maybe maybe if you're watching this, you might be a new Christian. Maybe um, you're having a hard time, even if you're not a new Christian, maybe you're just having a hard time seeing ways that the Lord's shown up in your life. If you're having a hard time thinking of any, list times you showed up for others in the Bible and among people you know. Um, also, another thing you do is ask the Lord to open your eyes to ways he showed up for you that maybe you missed. Um, cause here's the deal. God's no respecter of persons. So even if you can't think of any from your own life, you can take some examples from other people's life because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So you can look at the testimony of others and know that he can, he's capable of doing the exact same thing for you. He is, he is able to see you when you look at others testimony and this is why as Christians we're told to share our testimonies is because it's encouraging it builds us up 
to hear how God is working in everybody else's lives. And then it helps us to see how he's working in our own. So, and when you are able to see that, it helps you hold on to the faith and belief and know who God is. So whenever you're tempted to fear, pull out your list of all the ways God has shown up in your life and the life of those around you. And remind yourself of how he's shown up in the past. And then ask him to give you perspective to see when he's showing up. And then here's the deal, guys. Don't miss this. Be open. You need to be open to let God show up however he's going to show up. Sometimes we get so caught up in what how we want him to show up that we miss how he actually does. For example, when my husband was unemployed, I could have been so focused on I wanted God to provide for us by getting giving my husband a job. But if I'd been so focused on that aspect, I would have missed all the other ways that he provided for us in that season. And up until he finally did give my husband a job. But there were many, many other ways that he provided for us and cared for us before that. And if I hadn't been, if I had been focused on what I wanted instead of just trusting the Lord to meet my needs as he saw fit, I would have missed some really amazing opportunities and ways that he blessed me and my family. So friends, don't don't get so caught up in how you want God to show up that you miss him like he does. So ask him to give you his perspective. Ask him to show you lean in faith. Lean into him. He wants to be there. So friends, choose to see how he is working. Take the breath. Stay still. Stay still and know that he's God. It says that in the Psalms somewhere. I don't remember the exact Psalm. Maybe somebody can share it with me in the comments. Be still and know that I am God. Mm. In our world today, so many people are hustling and bustling and distracted. That's not by accident. The enemy is distracting as many people as he possibly can so that he can keep them afraid. So that he can keep them blind to what God is actually doing. Don't let it be you, friends. Don't let it be you. Be still and know that I am God. Be blessed.